On this episode of the GESC Podcast, I meet with the cast of Wit as we discuss this interesting and challenging play. But before that, we're going to talk about the play with quite possibly the greatest title in the history of play titles ever. Ready, Kingsley? No, I think I got the microphone. Gross. Actors to your places, podcast listeners to your earbuds. Join us as we make our great escape. We'll get to our interview with the cast of Wit, but first I would like to talk about five lesbians eating a quiche. And no, you haven't tuned into the wrong podcast. That is indeed the name of one of our upcoming plays, Five Lesbians Eating a Quiche. Now, I've known about this show for a while. I was approached by Kim Ford when she was first trying to pitch the show to the theater, and I was drawn in by the name, of course, alone. But once I sat down and started reading the script, I was absolutely blown away by how wickedly hilarious it is. Let me give you a quick synopsis, a one-paragraph introduction from our website here. What a wild story it is. It's 1956, and the members of the Susan B. Anthony Society for the Sisters of Gertrude Stein are setting up for their much-anticipated annual quiche breakfast. When nuclear disaster wipes out the world outside their community center, the bombs continue to drop inside. This is a sassy, satirical romp replete with audience interaction, improvisation, innuendo, singing, kissing, crying, and, of course, quiche. Now, if that wasn't enough to pull you into the show, we also are going to be having the Great Escape Quiche Bake Off. Now, during this time, audiences can sample different types of quiche during the intermission of our June 29th show. We would love for your favorite quiche recipe to be featured. Our expert panel of judges and audience members will function under these criteria. Delicious taste and aroma, appearance, and of course, creativity. The top winner will be announced at the June 30th performance, as well as on our Facebook page. Now, what do you win? Two free tickets to any upcoming production at The Great Escape within the coming year. We have so many fantastic shows that this is an excellent prize, and you know it. If you're listening to this podcast, I assume you've come to see us so you know how good we are. So, again, Five Lesbians Eating a Quiche, Thursday, June 28th through Sunday, July 1st, including the Great Escape Quiche Bake Off on the June 29th show. I'm going to dedicate a couple of podcast episodes to this show alone because I'm so excited about it. So more details to come in the near future. Now, turning our attention away from lesbians for a moment, let's talk about wit. (laughs) I don't know if that was a brilliant segue or the worst, but time will tell. Wit by Margaret Edison ran from May 31st through June 10th. And you'll notice in my interview, I mentioned that we discussed the first three performances in our anticipation of the following three. Uh, Due to a technical glitch on my end, I was not able to release this between the first and second weekend. So my apology, uh, because if you missed this performance, you really, really missed out on something special. Now, those of you who are regulars at The Great Escape know that we like to do challenging material from time to time in pieces that really connect to and touch our audiences. And this piece was absolutely no exception. I think I speak for most of us when I say we've all known someone who we love who we've lost to cancer uh, or to a terminal illness. And having a show that focuses on the end of someone's life when they are dealing with a terminal illness, specifically ovarian cancer, uh, it becomes very personal to the audience. Um, As you'll hear in the interview, many 
people will approach the cast members following shows, opening up about their experiences from their lost loved ones, talking about the kind of things that they went through that the show echoed in their lives. And I have to say, I feel the same way. I've lost people to cancer as well, too. And so many moments within the show feel all too real. Uh, the direction was excellent, allowing for a lot of empty space to simply happen, just watching as medical routines take place, as actors react often in real time, not in that kind of uh, a theatrical or dramatic sense. Everything had the weight of reality attached to it. So when they were talking about these very difficult subjects, it felt absolutely real, but it was written in a way to make it so charming and so uplifting and to be dealt with with such a sense of dignity that it was uh, an absolutely moving experience. So join me now as I interview the cast of WIT. I'm here with the cast of WIT. Thank you so much for joining us. Would you please take a moment to introduce yourselves and tell us the role that you play? I'm Casey Wurst. I'm part of the ensemble. Diane Long, Professor E.M. Ashford. Ellen Bennett, Dr. Vivian Baring. Morgan Putman, I'm part of the ensemble. Fantastic. Well, I've heard a lot about the show so far, and I understand that it deals with some potentially difficult subject material for a lot of people. I'm curious, what were your initial reactions to reading the script? 71 pages of lines? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, yeah, it's, it's taken weeks to truly understand this script. Uh, thank you to Diane Long, who is a um, brilliant professor in her own right explaining the uh, sonnets of John Donne, which is, it's not for the, the meek. But I think that, you know, the play turned, morphed into less about cancer and more about self-realization and, and uh, vision. And, and, and it's a dark journey, but it, it, it's, there, are some, there are some pinholes of light in this, in this dark journey. It also, I think, is worthy to note that the more you read it, and the farther you go into it, the more you understand the power of human kindness. I think that's one of the huge themes that runs through this play is that um, Vivian comes, she, she does become self-realized, but it's more about what she missed as a human being in the journey. Uh, there's some really interesting scenes that bounce back on earlier scenes and parallel and foreshadow and it's, it's really fascinating. They're just little tiny one or two words in some cases, just a couple sentences, and it just changes. It shows character development and changes so much about the character and stuff, and it's fascinating. Um, I work in the medical field, so to kind of see how she treated others and how people were treating her, it just kind of makes you take a step back, and you don't, you never know on um, what's going on in someone else's shoes. You just, you have to treat everyone, you know, equally fair and right. And she doesn't, she kind of, I think it's kind of her seeing that too, as she's never know what is gonna happen next. So you gotta live every day to your fullest. Excellent. And how has the audience response been so far? Well, when I hear people start to go <laughs> and reach for the tissues, I know I've done my job well. Exactly. <laughs> I think the most humbling thing is post-show. Um, the, the folks come up to me, they've got tears in their eyes, I have no idea who they are, and, they, and we just, we exchange hugs and we exchange 
stories of I was with my father like that. I was with my mother, my wife, my husband, etc., and so on. And I do believe that the, the scene um, with Dr. Ashford at the end just strikes a bell for everyone, strikes a chord. And frankly, I will be honest that um, the three nights that we've performed and the three nights of standing ovations for us have been um, very humbling and wonderful. People have found parts funny that none of us ever thought were funny. <laughs> like really, really, like just, it's just the irony of things. People just, people are laughing at all, all sorts of things that on the page doesn't look funny, but when surrounded by everything else, becomes funny. What well, is after all called wit. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings me to my next question, the significance of the name. Uh, I'm not terribly familiar with the play myself. I'm going to come see it next weekend. But uh, what does the concept of wit, how does it, what does it have to do with the play itself? Well, it has to do with um, metaphysical conceit and the type of witty repartee, but it has to do also with um, coming to your wit's end, I think, trying to figure out something that is unexplainable, like what is the meaning of life, um, what separates life from death, what separates us from each other, and how do we over overcome those things. But if you look at the title as it's written, um, the I is replaced with a semicolon, which is stop punctuation, which we've talked about stop and go punctuation as a team here, Ellen and I, in that stop punctuation ends a thought and begins a new one, where go punctuation, the comma, is a, just a breath, just a breath of separation. And that goes through this entire play. What is it? It's that next breath that you take that determines what's going to happen next. And last question, I ask this of all of my uh, interviewees. What do you hope audiences will get out of your show? I would say, you know, you want to live every day to the fullest. You have a, you never know what's going to happen next, and um, to re reflect back on her history and stuff, you just kind of want to <laughs> um, you just take a day by day and enjoy it, every second of it. Also, just to make sure to treat other people like you'd want to be treated because that's an element that comes through throughout the show is this battle between being like just quote unquote professional and separated but then trying to remember that you're dealing with real human people in all your interactions and just making sure you remember that. Since this brings up a lot of emotional uh, issues with our patrons, um, it's kind of a good thing because we have a tendency to let certain things slip through the cracks. And I'll have to agree with, with the rest of the cast members saying that you have this uh, professional you know, study and uh, research, but you have this human, you have this human uh, condition part that sometimes in the medical field is, is very unbalanced. You know, I think, um, yes, research is incredibly important, but the human contact, especially for someone who is dying, is just... <laughs> I mean, there's just no, no words. I mean, it has to. So anyway, so people take away with this um, thought, thinking, uh, just a gentleness in their heart. In this era of social media and the ability to be harsh, um, mm -hmm. I think that I hope that people 
come away from this show realizing that face-to-face -face communication with compassion, love, kindness on a daily basis is where you need to be, not tweeting, not um, slamming each other on Facebook. It, it's time to put that aside and be a real human being, a loving human being again. And if I may say one thing, the character of Vivian Baring comes to us pretty much of a loner. And, you know, words are her veneer. Words are her power and strength. And I think that as she realizes that she's taking this huge shift from being a very strong, very powerful professor, but that's all she has, really. She has no family. She has no, uh, you know, really no friends to speak of. Um, she starts to see on her downward slope that that verbal swordplay just didn't save her. Fantastic. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure to sit down and chat with that cast. So in summation, wit was brilliant and moving, and five lesbians eating a quiche will be brilliant and moving, but perhaps in a different way. So please come out and see Five Lesbians Eating a Quiche, June 28th through July 1st at The Great Escape. Don't forget The Great Escape Quiche Bake Off also on June 29th, and a couple episodes to come dedicated just to this brilliant show. I'd like to send out a quick couple thanks to Kyle Booth, who does our music, to Veronica Louise Photography, who does our photos. Give her a like on Facebook, and while you're there, give us a like and a share. And don't forget to check out our webpage, greatescapestagecompany.com. Now, I'm hoping to see you guys soon in our upcoming season here. We have a lot of really fun shows this summer, and I'll have a lot of really fun podcasts to follow up with it. So, once again, I'm Antonio Barroso, your host. Thank you so much for joining us.